Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day, a day that we've never seen, a day designed for us to wake up and to rejoice and to magnify the creator of the universe. We thank God, oh, we thank God uh, today for his love for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We thank God for each of you that have joined in on this evening. And for the last two weeks, we've been teaching from the subject, the importance of spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is so important because we do not want to remain on milk. We want to be able to be able to eat meat the very meat of God that will, you know, feed us and help us, you know, once we make it applicable to our walk and to our lives, that it will make changes in our lives. So our objective is to grow in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, because the more knowledge of Christ that we receive, the more peace and grace is multiplied to us. And that grace and peace that is multiplied toward us, we can now, you know, uh, share that with someone else. You know, pour that out on someone else. So they will be blessed in the meantime. It was, it was Jesus that told Peter, you know, Satan desires to sift you as wheat. But I am praying for you that your faith fails not. And after you have been strengthened, now you're going to go and strengthen your brother. So even as we are strengthened and even as we grow, the purpose for it and for the growth and for the strength is to be able now to share it with someone else and to be a blessing for them and to them. So we just thank God for the fact that we do not want to remain in mediocrity. We don't want to be spiritual runts, but we want to be spiritual giants, not to brag or to boast on ourselves. Like the scripture was saying, you know, don't be boasting about what you know, but just boast on the fact that you know Jesus, the fact that we know him. We know him as our redeemer. We know him as our savior. We know him as our deliverer. We know him as our teacher. Oh my God, it's, it's, it's good to know that you know that you know him. Hallelujah. It was, I think it was uh, Paul that says that he wanted to know Jesus in, the, uh, in his suffering and in his resurrection power. But, but to know him like that is going to require some suffering, some trials, and some temptations. But the thing is that, but through it all, you know, God will deliver us. He was he would take us through. He would bring us. You know, you might be in the middle of something right now, a battle or a tribulation, 
uh, some might be coming out of a tribulation and some might be just entering in. You know, life is a cycle of entering in the middle of or coming out. But we know that we don't have to walk in fear because of the next onslaught. All we have to do is trust God. If we are growing as we should, if, if we are applying the word and allowing that word to uh, 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 be applicable in our walk and in our lives, we are going to grow that when we are coming into something or in the middle of a storm or coming out, we're going to have the victory. We know that as it was said in, uh, I believe, uh, Jehoshaphat uh, made this comment in Chronicles. The battle is not ours, but it, it belongs to Jesus. So the key is that we're going to rejoice in the middle of the battle, in the midst of the battle, and even while coming out of the battle, we're going to rejoice because the battle belongs to God. And we have to learn to trust him in that battle. And, you know, and these are the things because we're growing. When we grow, we're growing from glory to glory. You know, it's a scripture that talks about our light afflictions. You know, our light afflictions are going to be more glorious for us because it's going to carry more weight of glory. So we just thank God that if we... Just stand on his word, work his word, let his word work in us. We're going to grow by leaps and bounds. Sometimes you will just kind of surprise yourself when you realize how far you have grown. And sometimes you learn that by what you're confronted with. Where in the past you would have, you know, told someone off and says, Oh my goodness, who do you think you are? And who do you think you're talking to? And you know how we can get, get down with what we want to say. And, 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 but, but because you didn't respond the same way you used to respond to certain types of temptations and trials, you, you know that you're growing. You say, Oh, I, I know I must be growing. Because some people will make this comment, I'll put my religion down. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to put religion down. Because we, we're not dealing with religion. We're dealing with relationship. And as you deal with relationship, you know, you will grow in the things of God. So as we were teaching on the importance of spiritual growth, last week I had... Uh, alluded to the fact that sanctification is also a method of growth. And sanctification, sanctification, uh, or in its verb form, sanctify, literally means to set apart for special use or purpose. That is to make holy or sacred. Therefore, sanctification refers to the state or process of being set apart. For example, made holy as a vessel full of the Holy Spirit of God. This concept of sanctification is widespread among religions including Judaism and especially Christianity. 
The term can be used to refer to objects which are set apart for special purposes. But the most common use within Christian theology is in reference to the change thought about or the change brought about by God in a believer, begun at the point of salvation and continuing throughout the life of the believer. Many forms of Christianity believe that this process will only be completed in heaven, but some believe that complete holiness is possible in this life. The one thing we do know is that if we don't lean on our own understanding, you know, trust God, lean on Him, we will have many victories because life is made up of many battles. Some we win, some we lose. But as we grow in the things of God, as we sanctify ourselves, as we separate ourselves for the purpose of God's use, that is still a continuing grow, grow, growth, a continuing growth uh, as we set ourselves apart. You set yourself apart by fasting and praying and getting into the word and reading the word and fellowshipping. These are the things that helps us to grow. So when you think about sanctification, as we stated, sanctify means to set apart, to reserve for sacred use, to make help, purify, and to consecrate. So what is sanctification? We just shared it with you. Separation to God. I'm going to be reading in your hearings 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. And it states, But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Now this was talk, This was Paul talking to the church of Thessalonica and he was saying, but we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. He was referring to the Jews which were God's chosen people. And we know that, you know, they were chosen to show the other nations around them how to serve the true and living God. Because even when they were to uh, conquer the, uh, the, the, uh, the Canaanites and all those ites and they were to make sure that they were to destroy all the idols, everything, you know, uh, because they were surrounded by people that were in idol worship. They were heathens. They did not believe in the true and living God. They believed in many gods, 
many gods. So he was saying here, I'm giving God and giving thanks, brethren, beloved uh, of the Lord, because of the fact that God had from the beginning chosen them. But thank God today that that verse re refers to now all of us, Jews and Gentiles, being chosen, being called, and that we can sanctify ourselves and separate ourselves to serve the true and living God. Also, I'm going to be reading First uh, Peter. I'm going to be reading, uh, I'm sorry, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. I'm going to be reading this in the New Living Translation. And it says, we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. Uh, then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live. And you will be honored along with him. This is all made possible because of the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says it is by faith we are saved through faith. It is grace. It is, it is grace that we are saved through faith. You see, so God has given us the grace to be able to sanctify ourselves. He has given us because we are justified by faith. And the fact that we are being justified and the fact that we are justified means that we are declared not guilty. We were guilty. We were all deserving of death. But God said, no, I'm going to send my son and my son is going to take on all of your sins. Hallelujah. He took on all of our sins. He became sent for us that we can have eternal life. All we have to do is accept Jesus, believe in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Tonight or this morning, if there's anyone that would like to accept Jesus, we want to pray the prayer of salvation for you. Just repeat after me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I believe in your death, your burial, and your resurrection. God, I invite you to come and to live on the inside of me. Forgive me of all of my sins. Justify me. Sanctify me. Purify me. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. And help me to grow in the things of God. Fill me with your Spirit. And Lord, I will live for you. From this day forward, I will live my life for you. And my intent is to grow in the things of God. I decree and declare that I will sanctify myself. I will set myself apart to serve you only, the true and living God. 
So this morning or this evening, if you prayed that prayer with me, the angels in heaven are rejoicing and I am rejoicing along with you. The Bible says every soul that repented on this planet earth, that the angels throw up a party in, our, in your behalf. So this morning or this evening, the angels are partying for you because you've accepted Jesus as your personal savior. Please find a local church, a Bible teaching church that's teaching the full gospel, teaching the full counsel, the whole counsel of the word of God. There are so many churches that are out there and they're teaching truth and part of truth, but sometimes they're not teaching all of truth and the, the whole truth. They only want to teach the part because they want to continue to be uh, seeker friendly. You know, they're afraid that they're going to hurt somebody's feelings. But we know that Jesus gave us his word. His word, his word is our roadmap. And we have to teach the full whole counsel of God. And we know that as long as you're walking in the spirit and not in the flesh, we know that you're not condemned by Jesus whatsoever. Because if you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So we just thank God for each of you that have accepted Jesus. And we thank God because in those uh, scriptures, the commentary notes for 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12, it says the Christian's primary call from God is to become more and more like him. Uh, we used to sing a song, to be like Jesus. Oh, to be like Jesus. Oh, how I long to be like him. So meek and lowly, humble and holy. Oh, how I long to be like him. So our main purpose is to be like Jesus. I'm going to be reading Romans 8, verse 29. Romans 8, verse 29. And let me pull that up. I'm going to be reading it in the King James Version. Romans 8. Uh, Verse 29, and it reads as follows. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And then verse 30 says, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called from, and, and whom he called them, he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. So this evening, or this morning, if you've accepted Jesus, you've been justified by him, by accepting his death, his burial, and his resurrection by accepting the finished work of the cross. So now because you've accepted that work, you are forgiven. 
you can walk now in the newness of life. So now it's your objective now, lifelong process, is to be able to do things to glorify God. Now, this is a gradual, lifelong process that will be completed when we see Christ face to face. <laughs> Hallelujah. When we see Christ face to face. I'm going to go to uh, 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. And it says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. But we shall see him as he is. My God. Hallelujah. We shall see him as he is. I, I think I had mentioned this at the, on the last broadcast. When the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah said, I saw also the Lord high and lifted up. Hallelujah. And his train filled the temple. Hallelujah. We are the temple of God. And we want that train to, to fill us, you know, to, to, to lead us, to, to direct us. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He's our paraclete. He's our helper. He's the one that's sent to, to walk alongside of us to help us through our daily walk with Jesus. And we, uh, our main purpose now is to grow in him. It's not a one-time shot deal, but it's a process. It is a process. So we thank God that sanctification is a good thing. You know, uh, I was raised Kojak, and most of the people, when we learn to testify, the one thing we all learned was to state that we were saved and sanctified, baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, and that was the mighty burning power, fire, you know, and power. So the thing about it is that we want to, you know, trust God, stand on his word, and we want to grow. We want to grow. We don't want to remain babes. We want to be able uh, to go beyond drinking milk as the children in uh, Corinth. You know, all they could do was drink milk. He couldn't give them meat because there was a lot of division among them. There was partiality among them. And that is one thing that God does not like in the body of Christ. When we started being partial, the worst thing you can have in your ch church or in, the, in the local organizations are a cliquish spirit. And I bind it and take authority over it if it tries to raise its head up in restoration. Because partiality is sin. It's sensual and it's sin. And that is found in James. And I will 
look it up for you so so you so you can know that because a lot of people you know they they want to be partial and I mean, you can have all the likes and the dislikes that you want, but if you are a woman of God or a man of God, you don't want to be a part of a problem, but part of a solution. And if you're going to be a part of a solution, you're going to align yourself up with you're going to align yourself up with the Word of God. So if you see, because see, sometimes the enemy will have you, he would have us, and he would give you thoughts and and different ideas about people. But you have to pull those imaginations and, and get rid of those thoughts and bring in every thought that will come against the knowledge of Christ. You know, so you, all this takes growth. You know, you know, we, we can say we're grown, but then sometimes we'll find ourselves acting like kids. And we want to be able to go beyond milk. You see, our talk will say one thing, but then our walk is saying another. So we want to make sure that when we grow, and as we grow, we, we want to make sure that we're not uh, getting into partiality and trying to create, you know, uh, friction uh, and, and division in a local assembly. See, that what was wrong with Corinth. At, the, at Corinth, some were for Paul and some were for Apollos and some were for whomever. But, it, you know, you, you can't compare yourself with each other and you should not compare one another to one another to each other because it's not good. It's very detrimental and God does not want us to do that. So we want to grow in the things of God. We want to be able to uh, be unified, you know, in a local assembly. Doesn't mean that we won't have some frictions. It doesn't mean that you know, we won't, you know, always see, we'll always see eye to eye. But the thing is that your agenda should be that, that you want to, you know, not be part of a, of a problem, but part of the solution. So we just thank God on this morning that we are dealing with sanctification. So at this time, we're going to pray for those and for the body of Christ that you will continually to unite us and help us as we sanctify ourselves to, and, and growing, to continue growing in the things of God, in the name of Jesus. God, I lift up the body of Christ. Lord, I thank you, oh God, because there, there are many members, but one body. And Lord, there's only one Lord, one baptism, and, 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 and you are one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and you are the head of the church. And Lord, we just thank you, O God, as we pray for the body of Christ and we bind the spirit of partiality that will try to rear its head up in local assemblies. The devil is a liar. We render Satan powerless and that he will not operate through the people of God. Because the Bible even says, when he says, when he tells the people in Chronicles, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, because people of God can be wicked, but going to turn from their wicked ways, you know, repent of their sins, because we want to grow. There are too many hurting people out here that we want to be in the church uh, trying to bring division through partiality and cliques. So we just want to know that we want to grow in the things of God. So we just thank God for you tonight. Call in, let us know. If you need prayer, 
Call us if you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. Call your mother, your brother, your siblings. Let them know that you accepted Jesus. And always remember to tell someone about Jesus, for Jesus is Lord. God bless.